Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group, a weekly webinar. Today is February 11th, 2019. The purpose of the webinar is to introduce the work of triangles to people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of triangles. The second purpose is to create a platform for people who are already members of triangles to come together each week and participate in a meditative visualization in the support and strengthening of the planetary network. Triangles is a simple <clears throat> visualization technique <clears throat> using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. The work is simply the establishing of a line of lighted loving communication between three people who agree to vivify that triangular link every day. Three people linked together as a triangle of light, mentally, spiritually, and in a spirit of goodwill to all humanity. This triangle is then placed within the planetary network of triangles. And as the network is visualized, the great invocation is sounded in order to release and circulate spiritual energies throughout the etheric network and into the consciousness of humanity, touching all open hearts and minds that can respond to spiritual stimulation when it is released into the atmosphere. Triangles need only take a few minutes each day, and it can therefore be fit into the, even the busiest of schedules. So this week we have a special guest, Alex Ratcliffe. Um, those of you who are regular participants on the webinar will have heard Alex present before. She's a lifetime, um, had a lifetime career in education, teaching English, history, geography, government, and politics. Alex is a lifelong student of the Ageless Wisdom teachings and maintains an esoteric, globally comprehensive website called soulfulconnections.uk. Alex is also a writer, and her articles have appeared in the Huffington Post UK, Thrive Global, and Everyday Mindfulness. And Alex lives in London. All right, so now, as we've been doing for the last few weeks, we'll begin with a brief visualization prior to sounding our mantra. Lift your consciousness to as high a point on the mental plane as possible. Look out over the world, seeing it as one of light, with here and there points and centers of intensified light.
see the energies of the network of light pulsating to the rhythm of human aspiration. Now regard yourself within the planetary network as a channel among many channels transmitting the energy of the spiritual hierarchy. Imagine the potent love energy pouring through the network of light, stimulating the many points and centers of energy, transforming the pulsation of energy into the rhythm of the planetary heartbeat. Radiance are we and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. So now we're going to move right into our meditation. Link in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light with all those people throughout the world who are also working with this Triangles Meditation Group.
We'll sound together the mantra of will. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Not shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network.
lift your consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Hold the group mind open and receptive to this inpouring energy of love. Visualize light and goodwill circulating around the triangles from point to point and flowing out through the network into the hearts and minds of men and women everywhere, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing great human relationships.
Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Prior to sounding the great invocation, let's pause to consider the meaning behind the words that will be poured out. And as we repeat each stanza, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, and as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Oh.
Thank you, everyone. And now we're going to hear from Alex. And we're going to conduct a, a brief interview. So, Alex, we're asked to serve in our environment. What's your understanding of what this means and its relation to global work? Hi, Kathy. Can you hear me? Yes. Wonderful. Great. Well, there's so many types and levels of service and, and global work. The masks is the hierarchy. Shambhala are engaged in global work. And, uh, but especially at this crucial time in history, we need to be clear what we have to do to serve the environment because we are each a, a living cell in the planetary logos and because everything emanates from the one and everything and everything is connected to everyone else. So we can say that all global work begins with the individual and with each of us. And um, any self-transformative work that we take part in is global. And it benefits everyone because when the cells are healthy, the whole body is healthy. So we work on integrating our personalities, quietening the emotions, and then we're more available and we clear the channels for the soul and for higher impressions to touch us. And then these we radiate out into the world. And it's, it's, it's not a small thing. That service is called radioactivity because when you touch your true self you become radioactive and radiate the qualities of that self which then touches others so purifying purifying ourselves any work <clears throat> that purifies ourselves purifies the world because we're the outposts of the consciousness of god on the physical plane so in, in turbulent times, it's our job to hold thought forms of solutions for humanity. And we were reminded of this recently in a webinar on the dissipation of glamours, that the Tibetan warns us to be careful in difficult times to not descend into hatred, even though it may seem justifiable. So it's our job to guard our consciousness and to just continue to work for goodwill and unity. Yeah. I think you can put up the next slide, which is a, a symbol of the cross, and which means so many things to so many people, and astrologically as well. But I'm using it here to exemplify our vertical and horizontal alignment and efforts. Our vertical alignment is our source of light, it's of the soul and higher energies, and it's our contact with the great chain of being. It's our personal work, our meditation, which takes us to causal levels, so we live lives more awakened and, yes, radiating. And the horizontal alignment is us in our finer state, reaching out to others. The triangles, our family units, our communities, our groups, and now with the help of technology, collaborating with each other and groups across and around the world. And, and this is being made easier all the time and these efforts are increasing. 
we've been actually given the gift of technology for this purpose. Um, DK says, though, we have to first discover each other and then reach out and feel the strength of cooperative effort. So this group, for example, has discovered each other. Um, I think you can put the next slide up. So triangles is the global work, the service, the environment. It's the esoteric technique of world service to help the Christ in redemption of the planet. And triangles is an act of energy propulsion. There's a wonderful prescription that we're given in the triangles technique, which says, through the power of thought, through the living strands of directed mental substance, through one's intention in triangles, the whole network impregnates the ethers and the atmosphere of Earth. So that's remarkable to remember. And of course, the sounding of the great invocation, which releases enormous spiritual energy when it's spoken with wholehearted attention. World conditions are caused by thought. We all value knowing our purpose. So here is our purpose and our method. We join forces to create a bulwark of positive thought and higher feeling and goodwill to stand unmoved in the face of separation and selfishness through our right use of mental energy together and individually. And, and last, I'll just want to say it, it's good to know that given the array of levels and types of global work available, we all now have the opportunity to engage in so many ways on many levels thanks to the internet age. We can reach out across groups and countries. Everyone has the opportunity to participate and to be active citizens politically, socially, environmentally, in any way we choose, whatever field suits us. But there's hundreds and thousands of organizations working now progressively. People are taking to the streets to stand for freedom and democratic values. Humanity is waking up. So that's my response to global service and service to the environment. It's inward, upward, and outward. Thank you, Alex. Um, why is this service of increasing importance and urgency now? Well, 2019 is likely to be a turning point in the world, especially economically and geopolitically. I mean, we can look at this globe here and appreciate how all things are connected and it looks very beautiful from afar, but it's going to be a difficult time. And it is a difficult time. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Many of them we know. The transition from the Piscean to the Aquarian Age is one of the major reasons for unrest in the world now. Um, the ideals that serve that age well once upon a time have crystallized and now we 
move on from those old ideas of authority, paternalism, individualism, materialism, to the open embrace of the Aquarian age. Uh, and also, we're only six years away from 2025, which is the date set for a once-in-a-century meeting of conclave of the Masters of Wisdom. And at that time, they'll make a decision about the timing of the reappearance of the Christ. So this is an event we are responsible to prepare for by stepping up our efforts. Humanity is the world disciple, and it's on the verge of a major awakening. And I often think when seeing the dark rise up to meet the light of that law in physics, for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction. And there's many ways to explain it, and that may not be the most accurate, but we do see the forces of unity, progress, and light gaining ground over many decades now. And they have been for some time, a spirit of internationalism, a desire for peace, humanitarianism, and this great movement of people across borders. So the old ways of authority and separation and materialism are afraid, and they're having an opposite and maybe not so equal reaction. So the counter forces are flooding in now to fill this vacuum created by the world disciple who is not fully awakened yet. We see nationalism rising everywhere. It's not the same as patriotism. It's a perversion of it. And yet there are those who claim it's patriotic to be nationalistic. But more and more people are finding in themselves first tolerance and then understanding, and then they are celebrating differences between us rather than recoiling from them. And also, there's been an 80, although there's been an 80% reduction of nuclear weapons in the world since the 60s, there are still enough nuclear armaments to destroy the world many, many times over. And now we know that these are in the hands of rogues and mavericks. So whilst technology has given us great benefits, it's also made the world much more dangerous. It's said that the world wars, the First World War and the Second World War, were the first two phases of actually one war. And now we're in the third phase of the same war. But this one is taking place unseen, underground, or on the mental plane. And we see it manifest as a war of ideologies and a war between fact and untruth and between what is good for all and greed and complete irrationality. And th this war has actually been very much on show recently. Here in the UK, right in the Houses of Parliament over the past few months, these ideologies have been literally at war. And using the finest king's English and clothed in the most civil terminology, we, we though, could see and hear a literal war of minds through words, expressing completely opposite intentions and beliefs and motives. And it requires the most extraordinary use of the fourth ray mind to use critical thinking and find the middle point in all of it. 
Uh, this isn't a school debate. They are literally debating and arguing over their world vision, which will affect the whole of the United Kingdom, the whole of Europe, and eventually the whole of the world. And this is only a mild example of the explosiveness that's possible to come if we don't make our efforts to ameliorate the situation. So we are here to bridge the lower kingdom with the higher. And by making ourselves more sacred beings, we'll be able to make the planet sacred and help humanity get rid of its glamours that prevent the true vision. By removing our glamours, we can stem the tide of that counterforce. So yes, it's a crucial time. <laughs> Thank you. And our final question is, how is global work and service related to Aquarian energies and the incoming Aquarian age? Well, Aquarius is a wonderful sign. Famous Aquarians, Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Edison, Galileo, Mozart, uh, Franklin Roosevelt, Sri Ramakrishna. So Aquarius is the sign of the world server. And we can see in these people, for example, the quality of completely committing and dedicating themselves to their form of world service. It's a sign of universality and brotherhood and group work. And being an air sign, it's related to the mental plane and the intuition, the buddhi. Aquarius is governed by the fifth ray of concrete knowledge and science. Its esoteric rule is Jupiter, which transmits the second ray of love and wisdom, while its exoteric ruler is Uranus, which is like an electric planet of evolution and revolution, which also transmits the seventh ray of ceremonial order and magic. So just these two planets make Aquarius a great sign of unity. And we have the qualities of the coming Aquarian age of, of progressive science and invention, communication, networking, interconnectivity, and it's all being impulsed by the second ray of love and wisdom. Through all of which, these spiritual principles will become grounded on earth. The water of life poured forth for thirsty men. The esoteric motto refers to many things, including the water of oneness. So Aquarian energies are now available to impulse our world service in a large, global, all-embracing, humanitarian way. We're told that in the Aquarian age, incredible things will transpire in the areas of music, art, uh, science, technology, and there'll be eventually a movement towards one world religion, one financial system, one political system, and it will be a very potent time. And I imagine our group work by then will take on a very intense, effective, and subtle form. It's interesting that now, in the midst of these energies, there are so many preparations going on and real efforts are being made amongst our groups to bring aspirants and disciples together globally 
to work in collaboration and preparation for the Festival of the New Group of World Services December. And, and in this vein, I'd like to refer to the website, Soulful Connections. I think the links are going to appear in the chat box. Um, this website is a totally non-profit, impersonal website whose purpose is to serve as a meeting place for many of the wonderful groups and activities of many esoteric groups and sites around the world. And it includes an A to Z directory under the esoteric sites heading, which lists all those who were happy to be listed. Um, it gives links, it's uh, introduction to Alice Bailey and related resources and videos. But most importantly on the front page, is maintained notice board, which aims to list current events in the esoteric global community, webinars, conferences taking place worldwide, and it's constantly updated. It's got the um, Arcane School conferences and the Moria conferences and the um, uh, Community of Living Ethics conference that's taking place this spring and uh, things that are ongoing all the time. So. I do hope everyone will have a look at it. I'd also like to call attention to the work of the 2025 initiative, which you'll find on the esoteric list. This group is really reaching out to bring esoteric groups and voices together, especially through the format of their new moon and, and full moon webinars. And their dates are always there and listed. So it's a good place to check in with. I'd also like to mention an inspiration a great inspiration to me, our Aquarian sister, Uta Gabi, um, Germany, Germany from Germany and Jerusalem. She's recently published a book called Awakening the Will to Love, which is available on Amazon. And I just found it completely relevant to what we're speaking of today. It's very briefly, it's about preparing ourselves for global group work. It's very profound, very moving, very beautiful, and full of um, practical meditations. So to conclude, because I think we're running out of time, I was meditating on all of this this morning, and I was thinking how the media used to be there to report the news, but now it's just there to make money. And so they basically fill the airwaves and newsprint with anything that'll grab our attention. And very often it is just anything. So instead of being a force of clarity, they're pretty much a force of darkness and confusion. So as we're constantly being, barred with, being bombarded with their choice of images and thought forms and sound bites, it would be good if we came away from this conversation with a few solid sound bites or thought forms of our own in summary of global work and service to the environment in the form of a word association, starting with the first soundbite or thought form, which is, we stand for the integrity and unity of the world. Powerful, determined, focused, still points in the storm determined, lightworkers, compassionate,
patient, determined, certain. Victory is assured. That's my conclusion. Thank you so much, Alex. It was very inspiring. And I'm sure people have a lot of comments, um, but we, can, we only have till 3.45, so it's basically just a few minutes. But um, there is a question from Bio you might want to read and or answer. Okay. Uh, from whom? Bio, B-A-Y-O. Mm, I'm just looking for it. Mm -hmm. I see. Uh, also, I'll read it. What would you say about the Brexit? The nationalists <laughs> in the USA and elsewhere with respect to the new world order, 2025, etc. Are we, the new group of world servers, doing enough or not? Or is the rise of these separative movements an indication of our failures or what may come? Well, that's an interesting question because um, just recently Michael Robbins was saying that we've only done 10% of the work that was required after the war. So I tend, I tend, to, I tend to believe that. And nevertheless, it doesn't matter the, what, what Brexit and what's happening in Venezuela and the United States now. What it indicates is a massive shakeup of the world economy of the status quo um, it's not going to be comfortable but we just have to step up our efforts um, i don't think it matters who's to blame but that we as churchill said when you're going through hell keep going so that's All what right. we do All <laughs> right. well i'm um, thank you so much uh, alex we really um so appreciate your wisdom. Oh, there's lots of questions there. I'm so sorry we're out of time. Yeah. <laughs> but would you just lead us in a moment of silence? Yes, certainly. So uh, we'll just have a moment of silence and remembering that cross of vertical and horizontal alignment. And we stand at the center. Thank you, Alex, and thank you, everyone, for your thank participation. You.